the jaws of defeat tonight. Like four years ago, I cannot even dream to go UFC. Now, look at me. I'm here in Las Vegas. I just win my fight. I'm just happy. Marav, the machine, Wallace Riley. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. <laughs> it's dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Uh, Matt and I today, we have a lot of ground to cover. We're going to cover um, 266, uh, Ortega Volkanovsky, and of course, our guest today, are uh, the esteemed Ray Longo yes. and Marab Dralashili. Ooh. Ooh. Pretty good, huh? I just call him Marab. Me too. And sometimes I yell it, Marab! Marab! First of all, did you get nervous at all during Marab's fight versus the dangerous Marlon Marais? Yeah. Well, there was. I got nervous when, was it in the first round when Marlon, when he, when he got dropped and, and uh, he looked like he was in deep trouble at one point. Like I, I was really fucking amazing performance by Marab, especially against a guy like, uh, like, uh, like Marais, who's, you know, a, a very, very, uh, competent finisher. And, uh, there was one point where I thought Marab was in deep trouble. And I was like, fuck. And, uh, the fact that he not only survived that round, but finished, uh, in a dominant position was, uh, amazing. They even, I saw a replay, I got to watch it again, where at the end of that same round, that it's like, how could he survive this? I mean, the fact that he survived, it was amazing enough, but then to turn it around, to get a takedown. Crazy. And and have a pretty vicious ground and pound where it looked that they were studying it and they said something, DC and- uh, Felder. That they don't know maybe Marlon even went out because they looked at his arm when he was getting hit. That's the end of the first round. I saw that where I think it was his right arm, looked like it might've flopped. But if it did, it was for an absolute nanosecond because it came right back. That was really close. He might have woke him up with the next shot. Yeah, I think he did. But that's a good point. It might have happened um, a, for a split second. It was really, really fast. I'd be really interested. Because of that, I'd be interested to see how how they scored that round. Me and Longo were talking about that. Yeah, very, very tight because, uh, yeah, it, it looked like Marlon had him. I really thought Marab was done that in that first round. So it's hard, it's hard to say. How do you, how do you score that? I, I say we wait and talk about it with Longo. Yeah. Hey, before we do, and we got all the things to talk about, and I want to wait for Longo for most of them. I just, people are, t- are tagging me in this thing. I don't see how this is an insult. Uh, did you see the thing with Henry Shahuto looking to attack Volkanovsky? And we're going to talk about all the things. I did not see that, no. Well, one of his quotes, like, can you guys get that up there for Jimmy to read, please? He attacked was, basically he called them in the last line, of his insult after he was challenging Volkanovsky is he called him a, listen, Jimmy, tell me how you, t- how, how I should take this. He called him a fun sized Matt Sarah. Read that. Look, he's giving me the, t- uh, hold on. Let me see. You're right. I don't know how to take that. I thought I was a fun size. <laughs> the real Alexander, the great took over the world at 20. You almost got choked out by a Modelo model. I'm coming for you, fun size Matt Sarah. It's funny. It's he's just you know. It, it's a. Uh, it's I would say it's not the greatest 
compliment, but it is very wait, funny. Wait, 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 wait. So, but what do you mean? How is that attacking me, though? I wouldn't say it's attacking you. Um, is, it be, is it because they think I'm out of shape? Is this going back to the reference of when I used to be a... Is this before I became the more of the gluten-free Matty S? I would say no. no. It is? It's just a smaller version of you. I mean, I think that, like, even when you were when you were fighting, uh, uh, you fought, I mean, at 155 at one point, right? I mean, I, I think even then he's small. The fun-sized Matt Sarah just means physically he looks like you because he's bald but smaller. That's all. Oh, okay. It doesn't mean I'm chubby. It doesn't mean that I was a chubby guy. And he's a skinnier little. No, man. I think he always. I mean, you were fighting. I mean, you fought GSP at one seventy. I mean, that's he's fighting thirty five pounds lighter than that. So he's a fun size Matt Serra, like a bite size Matt Serra. Oh, so it's not like a chubby joke. No, I don't think so. I think that you just he's smaller. I, yeah. Okay. Because first I thought to myself, I thought I'm the perfect size. I'm the funnest size. And I like Cejudo, but it's like Henry. Come on. I mean, you did stop fighting. I mean, no, everybody wanted to see him keep fighting, but you're coming for who? I can't give a fuck about that. I'm just wanting yeah. to make sure I wasn't insulted. Yeah, I, I don't listen, think you were. I'm only kidding. Let's get the great Ray Longo. He's ready to go. Let's bring Ray on. Is that Stephen Lee working your tech? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Stephen Lee. Stephen, I, Stephen Lee, stay in frame. Stay in frame. Now, stay Jim, in frame, Steve. Jimmy. Stay in frame. Yes. Normally, All right, Spielberg. Hold on. Hold on. Normally, when, when he travels Longo to corner, do you know who his roommate is? The gentleman behind you, Stephen Lee. He's a, a, a fighter. He's one of our fighters. He's, he, he was calling himself Longo's BFFF before I had to tell him that I really am. <laughs> yeah. Longo, I have a question before, for you before we get into the, how Rob uh, did. Yeah. Stephen Lee, please stay in frame. This guy, this yeah. guy, you. Uh, this, this is who easy. Do you, who do you prefer? He don't be honest. I don't just do a joke. Yes, yeah, Steve you, Lee. You, who do you prefer? <laughs> Steve Lee. I didn't finish. I who know what you you're prefer, gonna... Who do you prefer rooming with for fights? Steve and Lee. Why, and why? Steve Lee, because he's easy. You're a you're a mess. I don't yeah. believe him. Wait, wait first yeah. of all, nah, Jimmy. Him. Trust me when I tell you. Who, do Matt, I wanna, that's a handful. Do I, wanna, I understand. Hey, Jimmy, do I want to corner with anybody else in the world? No. That's, that's that's the guy I want to be with. Well, I mean, Jimmy didn't hear that part. Jimmy didn't hear that part. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's the only guy I want to corner with is him. But yeah, he's the only guy I don't want to room with either. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, it was a nice setup. They put yes. a- no, Jimmy, seriously though. But I, but I do love the fact that I, I have watched him evolve as a, as a, as a mature adult. He went from comic books at the age of thirty to visual reality. At fifty, I mean, the guy's playing games. He is. He is. Yeah. Visual reality. I mean, so it's nice. It's nice to see that evolution. Visual reality. progressed. You gotta understand. First of all, it's virtual reality. Don't disrespect the VR like that. What did I do? You said visual, not virtual. That's okay. Listen to me. I'm just letting you know as a friend. And and you didn't want to try the headset. You didn't want to put it on. I'm just letting you know as a friend. Shit's upgraded since Frogger. I'm just letting you know. Shit's wise upgraded since Frogger the video games. It's not like Atari. I had enough of this bullshit. Yeah, let's talk about morale. Let's talk about morale. Yeah, the point is, I was seven when I was playing Atari, and you're 50 and you're still playing. I don't you know it's a, that was last millennium. This is a new world, man. Ray, let me ask you. I, I want to ask you as, as a guy who wasn't there and obviously is not a trainer. I, I was an incredible fight from Rob. Just an, an incredible. It's incredible that he overcame what he overcame. And it's incredible that he fucking. There's so much to talk about. 
did you think how much trouble did you think he was in in that first round and also can you remove yourself a little bit how would you have scored that round if you were a judge uh, jimmy great questions uh and i'll, I'll tell you exactly uh, everything okay listen uh, yeah i thought he was in trouble and especially because you got marlon right. race in front of you that's that's the biggest reason another guy who maybe got caught wasn't a big puncher wouldn't have been as bad marlon you know yeah at any given point in time, he's a killer so uh, yeah definitely worried but when as long as he was moving i felt good you know it's, it's when you stop right and then that's when the decision is made as far as scoring that round I'm going to score it this way. I score it for Marab. And this is the this is my way. Because I listen to people talk and Marab was, you know, this. Here's the way I look at it, Jimmy. And you tell me. At the end of that round, when the bell rang, who was in worse shape? Yeah. I mean, I oh, mean, no, Marais, the question. Marais, there was speculation that he almost, that he went out or he didn't go out. But yeah, definitely Marais. So how could you say that he did more damage? Yeah. At the second that bell rang, who was in worse shape? It was him. So yeah. I think that's what you got to go by. Marab did, I guess if you look at it like they both really hurt each other, Marab yeah. got hurt and then then wound up doing a lot of damage. I, I was amazed when Marab did that thing where he he kind of like backed up a little bit and got the fuck out of the way. Yeah. Uh, it just it was incredible regrouping, man. It was really, really uh, very, very impressive that he survived that. Yeah, no, no. Listen, man, the guy's a cardio machine. And I yeah. tell you, when you believe in your cardio, Jimmy, it makes that type of stuff doable. If you have no cardio, you're out of that fight. You're out of the fight. He has unusually good cardio. His cardio, yeah. it's the best I've ever seen. I've never seen anything like it. And, the, and, and, the, and Jimmy also, even while he was hurt, he planted his feet and he was throwing back, which maybe, yes, wasn't, he was. the smart, maybe wasn't the smartest thing to do, but he's a fucking fighter. That's what it proves. How demoralizing is it when you're, when you're Marais and you do as much damage as he did, and not only does Marab survive it and 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 he was smart in the cage. He fucking used his brains. He didn't do. And then he's on top and dominating you. And you know, he's not tired. You know, coming into that second round, he's, he's showing up like he literally hasn't fought a minute yet. And, and he, and he did. Yeah. Now, not only you think it, you're feeling it. So very demoralizing to answer your question. I don't think anything could be more demoralizing that you thought you won the fight. You had it won. And the next thing you know, you got a hundred unanswered punches on your head. I mean, I don't know. That's not a good position to be in. And didn't you love, uh, by the way, that uh, Keith Peterson didn't stop that fight at any point? Like, he really let those guys yeah. fight. Um, I, I thought he did a great job. He was right there, and he made sure that, every, you know, he just didn't stop it, which I was really happy yeah. he didn't. Yeah, and look, in hindsight, Jimmy, uh, fantastic. But even without hindsight, Marab always was moving. You know what yeah. I mean? So he never gave him a chance to to stop or say, you got to keep moving. You got to do something. He was doing that, you know? So for the young fighters out there too, that see that you got to keep moving. You can't go down and just cover up in a ball and hope that the guy goes away. You've got to do something. And that's what he did, man. He, even when he ran away, he was just making space so he could clear his head. That was a good sign to me. People are going, well, when he turned his back and ran, no, that's good. That means he's actually present. And he's like, I got to get the hell out of here. Give yeah. me a little breathing room so I could regroup. Yeah, that, that seemed like uh, fight IQ. Just get out of there for a, a, a one second if I can and give myself a breath or two. That was, that was very exactly, smart. Exactly, exactly. Enough for anything. Between rounds, like people, like they, you know, and we get, we get praise and whatnot, but uh, I believe it was John Anik, who's a buddy of ours, that said that he thought it was more motivational than it was strategic. I don't agree because I, we, one of the things we talked about, Longo, and you'll agree, is when we were watching everything with Marais, we know 
when he gets, puts out a heavy output and trying to finish somebody, if he doesn't finish them, he's worse to wear. Notice right. for the rest of the fight. If not, if it, and then usually it goes the other way. So we knew I, during that fucking thing going on, Marab, before he turned it around. Yeah, I remember grabbing you, going, "He survives this. He's gonna fuck him next oh, round." Yeah. I remember saying during it, like like we're in a fucking trench. But I remember saying he survives this during it, like when he was still fucking getting running around. Yeah. And then sure enough, he did. So we were fucking pumped. But that was part of the thing. We knew he had, like Longo said in between rounds, you knew you had to go through fire. Something of those. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I talked about it with him. I go, we're not getting out of this one. You're going to have to take a couple to get what you want. You're not getting out of this scot-free. And I go, you're going to have to be willing to walk through fire to get what you want. And he said, he came, he goes, on. you know, we looked at Marais' fight scale. He goes, yeah, no, this is, he goes, I'm willing to die in there. I'm going to get the job done. I'm willing to. I'm, I'm willing to do anything it takes to win. And that's exactly what he did. So I'm happy we had that conversation. And in the corner, I was just reminded, and this is what we talked about. You're exactly where you want to be right now. So I think Chael said it to uh, Anik, too. He goes, no, no, he, he he had his turn. I was just telling him, now it's your turn. Don't take your foot off the gas pedal. Don't get crazy. Don't get stupid. But right. the technical advice to Jimmy was, and this is what I like about Marab, too, Matt. It's like, I go to him, I go, look, he doesn't want to be on his back. Fake the takedowns. It'll open up your hands to get another takedown, right? And but the and he said, "You want me to stand up?" with him? I said, "No, just fake." I want you to make like you're gonna to get to the takedown. And then what did he do? He goes out there, he hits him with a right hand, knocks him out again, probably or drops him for sure, and he's on top. So he does exactly what we said in the corner. So I'm, I couldn't be happier for everybody involved with this thing. It was just great. And you know, Matt said on the way out, he's like, "He's gonna fuck him." He says, this is it. It's all, you know, like we knew it, you know what I mean? And uh, it was all good. Just a great night. What do you guys think too now? Cause the, the new rankings are not uh, up yet. What, what do you think? Marab goes to obviously at least number 10, maybe number nine. Um, who do you see next for him? Like, does he get a shot at one of the top guys or is there one more top 10 fight you think he has to go through? Uh, me personally, I think they give him a top five guy because I mean, Marai, Marlon was six, so I think you got to take that spot if you beat the guy. Yeah, right. Okay. I, yeah, I think that's the way to look at it. He goes to number six. He's got to get somebody in the top five, and then I think one more fight, and he's ready for a title fight. So not even uh, Edgar or Garbrandt, maybe a maybe a a, a Sanhagen or a Jose or even TJ. No, they could go Edgar or uh, they they could do that, you know, because they've still got name value. But sure. Marab kind of said he didn't want to fight Frankie. I think he respects him and, you know, he's been great for the sport. He did say that in an interview last time we fought because, I, you know, I think he wants to see Frankie go out, the champion he is. And, and Marab's a very, very good guy, Jimmy. I mean, yeah. even in that fight, Jimmy, when he was in the second round, he, he said, I, I really started feeling bad when he was elbowing him. He goes, I felt bad. I, I really didn't want to hit him anymore. But then as soon as he slowed down, bro, Marlon started getting up. He goes, holy shit, I got to finish the fight. He goes, I can't take any chances. Yeah. But before that, he was like, I really, he's a, he's just a nice guy. He, uh, all the way around, you'll see when you when he comes on later, it, it, the, the kid's just phenomenal. He's humble. He's appreciative. He's grateful for everything in his life. It comes across very sincerely when he's talking, you know? Yeah. As opposed to John Jones, when he's accepting his award and he's saying how grateful he is and what a thing for it. I'm like, what a crock of fucking shit. Listen to Marab talk about being grateful and then look at that and tell me if you see anything different. 
I saw John, you know, and, and the thing with John, I don't know John that well. Like, I don't know exactly what happened. But when he when he said, I think he said at one point, like, I'm drinking a lot less than I used to, or I don't drink that much. I was like, you shouldn't, like, that. Might, if it's giving you issue before, it might be better not to at all, just to kind of, because I'm guessing that's part of the problem every time. That's just my guess. Well, Jimmy, he's one of those guys that goes into a program, and I'm still going to smoke pot. I'm still going to do this. I'm not, you know, that's not the program. Right. You got to cut everything out and you got to go to those meetings every day. You got to talk about it. And it's got you got to be held accountable on a daily basis. Those are the guys that make it, Jimmy. Those are the guys yep. that are 15 years in and they could talk to you about about the process. You know what I mean? But yeah. think that you're going to go in there and go, you know, you go to an AA meeting. Go, Well, I only drink on Sundays. No, that's not it. You yeah. can, you're not that guy. There might be a guy that could do that. Obviously, it's not you. You know, it's a good fight, too. I mean, again, I don't uh, Rob Font, Marais. I mean, anybody who he fights next is going to be a really, really high profile. Good fight. I'm assuming that's the next fight, to be honest with Rob you. Font? Yeah, I think that's that's going to be the next fight. That'll be a great fight. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, it would be. He's a yeah, yeah, for sure. He's a he's a he's a tough, tough guy. Rob Font, quiet guy, but a fucking killer. And th- you know what? This has got to be a giant confidence boost from Rob too. Not that he was lacking in it, but when you when you get dropped by uh, by a guy like Marais, who again has he, he's a murderer, and not only do you survive it, but then you finish the round the way you do, and then you come out in the second round the way he. This has to be a hu- a bigger confidence boost than having just kind of a a back and forth a decision win would have been. Jimmy, one hundred percent on the money. One hundred percent. I mean, look. And again, he gets dropped by the guy still on roller skates, willing to plant his feet and trade with him. Right. Then he comes to the corner after that round. He goes out. He implements his game plan perfectly. He's not afraid to throw. I look, even though he got dropped, I'm very happy with what I saw out of his even his stand up because he, he landed some hard shots, man. Oh, nothing. He wasn't nothing was going to be for free with him. Right. You know, he did get caught. And I, I, I like what he said. It's a fight. You're going to get caught. You know what I mean? And it's yours. You know, so I think it's great. I want to ask you guys both, especially you, Matt, too, as a jujitsu uh, black belt, like about, in, about the main event. I want to ask you that moment in round three when Ortega caught Volkanovski in that uh, in that guillotine. I don't think I've ever seen anyone grab a neck faster. I'm sure you guys have. I don't think I've ever seen. A more like almost like a snake the way he he zipped in there and grabbed that neck was there anything wrong or, or not technically wrong but just positionally as to why volkanovsky get out of that no well listen you can't you have to make a decision when you got that neck are you going to keep the position or are you going to keep the neck he started losing the position because volkanovsky was doing the right thing and getting his hips out so all of a sudden he starts when he started getting his hips out and then when when uh ortega went to switch the gripper he's going to lose position then you see him go to half guard. He starts working his half guard. So then Ortega you know, went to set up a uh, a Darsha and Anaconda. I forgot where he went to set it up. But next thing you know, he went to go to his back with that. He slipped right out. And now he's on top. So part of it, I mean, you could add this, you know, the, the slickness has something to do with it. But Volkanovsky did a lot of right things to get out of there. He wasn't just bucking like an idiot. He was, he was, he was doing the right thing to get out of there, man. Matt, he still had to have a degree of toughness. Right. I mean, uh, uh, the, oh, no. the, yeah. I the mean, will listen. not to lose and the will to win, because that shit was in deep against a guy that knows how to put it on. And I, I think other guys would attack. There's people out there like Holly Holm that will fight. They know that if they just get out of this, they're going to fucking survive. They're going to they're going to fucking win the fight or whatever. Or there's people that get caught up in there and they're like, oh, shit, they got me. Wait a second. It's all tight enough. I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah right. Marab type of guy. You got to kill him. 
I mean, you got to yeah. put him. There's no, you saw in that other fight with Simone with that controversial thing. Yeah, right. You, he's not tapping. It's not, so he's going to be, you know, he's going to be, uh, Volkanovski, yes, being tough, you know, fucking hey, he's tough, but he was working with Craig Jones a lot for this fight. Yeah. Craig Jones is one of the best in the world, like, like the number two guy in the world. So, like, you know, when you got that kind of fucking knowledge, you're working with on your, attacking your limbs every day. He was saying he felt confident everywhere, and it showed. He wasn't being too afraid down there. You know what I mean? No, definitely not. And Ortega took a while to get a hold of him. I mean, I think with the third round was the first time he really got a hold of him, and that was just an opportunity that he seized. Uh, but Brian is a really, really tough fighter. I mean, even though he's lost both title shots he's had, he's lost them both impressively. He didn't quit neither one. I think the first one was the first round. It was, it was the fourth round doctor stoppage. That wasn't Brian quitting. So uh, he's always fun to watch, man. And as a jujitsu guy, both times when he had that guillotine and when he had that triangle, yeah, he had them both on. I said it was over. So what do yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's over. That's it. Because I know how precise he is, Brian Ortega, with his submissions. So that looked deep. Hey, I mean, listen. Um, Volkanovski even said, he said, shit, man, I'm going to lose the title. If you see what he was saying in the press conference, I got to you know, address this. Yeah, I, I, I think his will, his will was a big part of that. Yeah, I agree. And I thought it was a little unfair. You know, I, I definitely thought that he lost uh, at least four of those rounds. But I thought some of the scoring, the fact that they scored at 50-46 and 50-44, uh, I thought that fifth round, uh, Ortega won that fifth round. I thought that was bad judging. I thought he 100% won the fifth round. Came back strong in the end. Yeah. Hey, Longo, let me ask your opinion on this. Because I'm unsure what kind of uh, we. I asked Jimmy earlier. I didn't know if it's an insult to me oh. or how he's attacking. Henry, <laughs> Henry I said I want to hire somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Henry, Henry Shuda <laughs> said the Volkanowski <laughs> called him out. And the last line he said was he called him a fun size Matt Sarah. A fun size Matt Sarah. What is that? Yeah, show, show Ray the quote. Let Ray read the Did quote. You let Ray context. read the quote. Yeah. Well, read it to him. Let's read it. Let's read the accurate. Hold on. You read it to him, Jimmy. Yeah. Let me see if it's here. Listen to this. Listen to this. This is what Henry said. He said this to Volkanovsky. He goes, the real Alexander the Great took over the world at 20. You almost got choked out by a Modelo model. I'm coming for you, fun size Matt Sarah. (laughs) I don't know how to take it. It's not attacking me. Uh, But am I not a fun size? Is he smaller than me? And I, I'm small as it is. Jimmy, I, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. I'd love to hear your take. Well, I told him I did. I thought that was more of a size because again, Volkanovski is bald. Matt's bald. There's a physical yeah. uh, appearance, and and Volkanovski is fighting at you know 135. He's fighting at a, at a much lighter weight than Matt did, especially at welterweight. Yeah. But so Matt was. He's like a fun size, a smaller version. Like saying mini me was not yeah. an insult to the guy who is the you're just saying you're a smaller version of that guy that's how so if he could have said like uh you're fighting uh a mini me matt sarah yeah or he could have just had a fun side if volkanovsky looked like someone else yeah. it was just i think it was just a physical you look like this guy not as as opposed to insulting that's yeah, my I'm, take. I'm, look i'm still i'm still in shock the guy's still in the conversation jimmy it's I mean, cr- yeah, on. it's like he has a fought years. The guy's still bringing him up. You're a fun size, Matt Sarah. That is true. I mean, that's pretty good. That's great. That's great for you. Hey, you should thank Henry. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Want to see my abs, Longo? Yeah, I mean, is that uh, pretty fucking amazing? All right, Jimmy. Jimmy, 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 don't don't compliment him, please. I know. <laughs> I hate to, but it's good. He likes yeah. my abs. You know what? 
Get more more abs the better. Come on, Longo, stand up. Come on. You too. Come on. <laughs> Longo. Hey, behind you, break out the banjo that you have right there, please. Could you do it for the audience? Could you do it for the audience? We'll do it next time we go live in the city. Imagine karaoke with Longo. If you belted out a song right now, it would go fucking viral. They don't know you have these skills. What's what song you want to sing? Anything? Jimmy, give him an old school fucking eagle song, please. Old no. school Do eagle it. song? Hey, old school eagles. Yes. I Take don't know it easy. What you like. Take it easy. Ah, you, hey, hey, listen, relax. Who are you talking to? I'm oh, sorry. Is it an easy one? Take it easy, yeah. Take, Take it, it easy is an easy one. Yeah, that's, that's easy. That's a good Yeah. yeah. Oh, my could God. You, could you, Oh you, could you do, could you play that with the guitar, please? Please, <laughs> please, please, Longo, come on! I'm back in the corner, please. I'm back, I'm back. Rip, Jimmy, that Jimmy, guitar, that, that guitar hasn't been played in ten years. It's out of tune. I'm worried they would cut it out. I would love to hear it, but I'm worried they would cut it you out. Did it with the instrumental, or just with the thing? I don't know, man. They're so weird with that oh, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they are weird with that. I've done stuff on you. You're right. This is big enough to where you know. What if he did a few bars, guys? I mean, yeah, I don't think they're going to come after us legally for Ray Longo playing on the fucking ukulele. <laughs> Plus, <laughs> you know, the, the biggest, the, the best thing we got going for us, Jimmy, they won't be able to identify the song I'm playing. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> you know, they, they, we got them on that for sure. Hey, I, all I know is I got him this close to getting that guitar in his hand. Yeah. Jimmy. By the way, Matt, our buddy fucking Semmelsberger uh, knocking out uh, Martin Snow Jr. in 15 seconds. I mean, that was a brutal shot. So congrats you to uh, Matthew. Uh, congratulations, to, congratulations to Matthew uh, Semmelsberger. Semi the Jedi did that. And some would say, Longo, that the Force was with him. Oh, boy. <laughs> fucking Jimmy. Come on, man. This is the way. Anyway, all my Star Wars people are going to love that. Now you made Longo freeze. Are you happy? I didn't mean oh, to. Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, I wasn't yeah, frozen. He's stunned. Matt's yeah, he's I was, stunned. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't I was frozen. I was in worse. I was actually in worse shape than Marab was after that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. He thought, Jimmy, I thought I was frozen. I was actually. <laughs> I thought he froze. Fucking, I actually got starched with an overhand right. Now, am I wrong? I, I Again, this is why I complimented uh, uh, Keith Peterson. Because I thought that, uh, like, in, in, like I love Herb Dean, but I thought that that uh, uh, Calvio uh, Andrade fight maybe could have won a few more seconds. Easy for me to say because I'm not fighting, but I thought that's the difference between a Keith Peterson and a Herb Dean is uh, I, both great refs. But I thought that Herb stopped that one. Uh, I don't think she was in the kind of trouble that uh, where she couldn't have survived six more seconds. Tell you the truth, we were in process. Yeah. Of, I didn't yeah, see. We it. were. We were. Oh, okay, we didn't see okay. that fight. It's hard. Yeah. What'd you think of uh, Diaz Lawler? We both picked Diaz, Matt, because uh, Robbie, I think, had lost four straight at that point. How fucking good did Lawler Yeah, look? absolutely phenomenal, man. It, but to me, it was the closest we've seen to the old Robbie Lawler in a long time, man. Yeah. He was bringing it. He was confident. He was consistent. Everything. He made a fight of it, though, Diaz. Yeah. Was- oh, no, no. Listen, for a guy being away six years. Dude. And, you know, that's that's pretty imp- What he did is impressive as shit, really. I like to see him get in a little like better shape like, and give him more time to get yeah. in. I don't know. I heard that he had a rushed camp or something. I don't know. I heard some things. I just I, I would like to give like see him in uh get in the old shape. Now he got the he got the rust off in there. Yeah. Get him in there with another guy. I don't know. Get him I would more. love to see him fight one more time. How old is he? Thirty eight? 
35? No, 35. No, no, he's 38, and Robbie's 30, 39, believe it wait, or not. Yeah, I thought I, so. Wait, 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 hold on. Do the fact checks on that, please. I think that Ray is right. I'm not going again. I'm not drawing swords. He has a 38. 38. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know. Shit. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Nate is 35. How old is Nate? He might be 35. 36. Okay. We don't know what we're talking about. All right, man. I guess we're just getting older is what's going on. But that was a really fun fight. I mean, I mean, Nick Diaz is just a fun guy to watch fight. I, Jimmy, I was really happy that the fans still supported him. And, you yeah. know, he did get in there. And he seems like, you know, he just seems like he's evolved into a nicer person, too. Like, just, I always loved the guy, always. But just the fact that he likes working with the kids now and, he didn't want to talk any shit. He wants to stand for something else. I, you, I, I love the guy. I can't say enough good things about him. Well, you know what it is? And it's like human nature. You get older and typically, I mean, some people go the other way, but a lot of times you're just not as angry because life is pretty good. And he knows everybody loves him. And, he, you know, he's got a school and it, he's probably doesn't have much to be mad at. People just, things are good. If he realizes that, because some guys never realize that. That's, yeah, that's why they true. carry that chip on their shoulder, you know. But you're right. Hopefully that's the case. And I, I just saw uh, he's always refreshing, Jim. You know, especially even in your business. How many times have you been fucking bullshit? I got this part for you. I got this. You come out here, do it. They fucking, nobody's word means anything anymore. I think that guy is refreshing to me. I think he speaks the truth. My manager is a really nice guy. And like a network will call about something. He'll go, Jim, they're big fans. I'm like, no, they're not. They haven't put me on anything since 2002. If they were fans, <laughs> they would use me, John. <laughs> I'm like, there's no advantage for them to tell you they think I stink. So they just go, oh, we love Jim. You know, he believes yeah, he's yeah. a nice guy. <laughs> you yeah. know, besides Marab getting the performance of the night, uh, oh, Dawkins, right? Chris Dawkins got yeah. it. Chris Dawkins is first of all, great guy. Yeah, Police officer, he is a cop in Philly, Philly, right? Yes, yeah. And uh, I, I like him, I like him as a guy, as a person, and uh, I like him as a fucking fighter, man. What a nice breath of fresh air in that division, no? Yeah, yeah. I mean, another big guy that could fucking really throw some fucking heat. Dude, him and his brother, those Philly guys are just tough, man. They're animals. Philly guys, guys are fucking they, animals. I think those guys are great. They define Philadelphia to me, those guys. They are just fucking street dogs. They're coming, man. That guy's good. I, I He fought in the ring of combat. He beat uh, Matt's brother-in-law. That is funny. I never told you that, did I, Jimmy? He Edwin, Ed no. He beat Edwin. He beat my brother-in-law, Edwin. <laughs> now, I knew he was no joke that night too I, i'm happy for the guy he really he crushed it on the local scene and now he's in the big leagues and that's a dangerous guy man that's a dangerous guy and he's very fast for his size yeah what do you think about the heavyweight division like um again jones going up they said he was 250 he wanted to get to 270 he did look a lot bigger and like he was in great shape uh, whether or not he fights anytime soon, who who knows? Uh, I guess the next fight to make there, first of all, Blades against uh, Rosenstrike. I was amazed that Rosenstrike made it the whole time. I was we, me and Longo. Longo was doing a, an interview with uh, a friend, Megan Olivi, and uh, yes. Rob were doing an interview during that fight. So I was watching that up on like a monitor in the back. So I can't really comment too much on it until I see the whole fight. But it was pretty much what we were thinking, though. Kurt, um, with Curtis fake, faking a lot of the. Uh, you know, striking enough to set up those freaking power shots, those takedowns. But, but what do you think about uh, if it does match up Gone against Nganu? I mean, I'm still taking Nganu, and everybody else seems to be going with Cyril Gone. Gone. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, it's funny they train together. Uh, so the, the, I think with Nganu, 
that mystique, that Mike Tyson factor that you you lose the fight before you get in there, I think happens with Ngano at this point because yeah. he's been devastating people. I don't think that that's going to be taken off the table, I think, because they were training partners. Ooh. And uh, Gan looks like a smart enough fighter, though. Looks like he could, you know, he's big enough to pick him apart and stay out of trouble. You know what I mean? So I, I have to go with Gan on that. Okay, maybe, yeah. Uh, although, I mean, look, Stipe, uh, I mean, uh, Stipe really fought him well in that first fight and uh, and still and, and Gano improved and, and as soon as he stuffed that takedown you knew that Stipe was in a little bit of uh, trouble and then, but he kind of beat Charles you know Rosenstrike almost like a blitzkrieg like you just threw a couple of wild punches but if one of them connects you're finished so that, that's kind of how I think he would get through to uh, Cyril Gunn yo I think we have Marab coming on now don't we Mongo stay for a few minutes with Marab please yeah definitely definitely This episode of UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by Love Hemp, the official CBD partner of UFC. Life can be a challenge. Whoever you are, we're all striving for a healthier lifestyle. Love Hemp, one of the leading premium organic CBD and hemp suppliers, here to help people like you. The Love Hemp range contains CBD oils, edibles, and topicals contain cannabinoids, which help support wellness and recovery to maintain your natural balance. It's even endorsed and used daily by elite fighters like Gilbert Burns, GSP, and Kamaro Usman. Whatever challenge you may be facing, Love Hemp, they're always in your corner. Love Hemp, helping you to be the best you can be. Available now via lovehemp.com across Europe and coming to the U.S. markets this year. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Guy always brings a smile on my face when I see him, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, not a mark. Jimmy, look at his face. Not a mark. Not a mark. The beard. I like the beard. Thank you. Thank you. It's real, me too. I like it. You know, it's uh, my second time, and uh, now I'm gonna keep it forever. Now, well, do you plan a beard? Do you say I want a beard, or do you just kind of hate shaving and then you have a beard? No, uh, I say I want a beard because before. Like the the like my girlfriends always complain about my beard, and then after I realize, I don't know. Somehow I said I'm a fighter. I don't care, you know. And then now now no, nobody complained about this. Everybody give me compliments. Okay, good, Jimmy. I'll tell you just for that because anytime I would have any facial hair, the girls would say it tickles their thighs. So I always kept like clean shaven, <laughs> just to uh, make sure that they were happy. My girls always want me to have facial hair because that means there's less of me to look at. So anything I can do to hide my face. They, they love these mask mandates. <laughs> oh, shit. Marab, are you back home or are you still in Vegas? No, I, I just came uh, this morning to the home. I mean, a really amazing, uh, amazing. And I, I asked uh, uh, Ray and Matt too, so I'll ask you, how, how hurt were you in that first round? Uh, how, how bad was it for you? Uh, so... 
I got rocked, but I was in, I, one second, I wasn't thinking any danger. I wasn't scared. I wasn't nervous. I was in the fight. Uh, and then, yeah, I was, of course, I was trying to be smart and fight back. And, but, uh, but when I see video, really looks like I was hurt, really hurt. And right. that, that I see now how, why people talking to my said, but I was in the fight and yeah, of course I get hurt, but, that's what, what we prepare. We was talking the day before. It's gonna be hard fight, and uh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta throw hard, and we gotta, we gotta do exchange. And of course, somebody will go down. I was ready for everything. So, and um, but thank God, everything happened good for us. And but Morab, the question is, how good did you feel at the end of the round? Oh, I. I I was feeling like more than more energy. See, that's what I'm saying. How do you give the round to the other guy, Jimmy? How? I didn't. No, no, no. I'm not. No, I'm not you. And I'm not oh. attacking Jimmy. Jimmy, first off, I would never attack Jimmy. Trust <laughs> no, me. I, I, I didn't. Any any vicious attacks will be to your right. Trust me. I'm gonna go right. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like he wasn't right. hurt at all. Really, he was hurt, but and he. I think he summed it up perfectly. I, I'm not, I don't want to steal his thunder, but he summed it up perfectly. When he looked at it, he was laughing. We looked at it together. He couldn't stop laughing, and he understood what people were talking about. But you know, it, yeah, of course, you get rocked. It's a fight, and that's what happened. And he had to get his legs under him. Marab, could, when could you tell how tired he was? Was it when you finally got on him at the end of the first round? Could you feel that his uh, that he was exhausted? Yeah, I think uh, when, when I uh, get him clinch and then take him down, and uh, yeah, he was still good. And then after I I, 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 I land some hammer fist, and this is very very strong, like like this. You cannot defend this. Maybe you can defend like punch like this, but this one is very hard to defend. And I was throwing some like big, big slam, like and then I I, I land couple in the body, and I think but, and then second round and then my corner gave me good advice, you know, because I said, should I fight stand or take him down straight? They said, strike and punch and take him down. So I, that's what I did. But when I punch, landed punch, I think they rock him, you know, I, I land the punch and same time take down and uh, worked out good. And then after once I take him down, I, I continue to keep hitting in the bodies and then in the body shots. And then that's after body shots, he, I felt that he goes, he was, it wasn't the same. Those body shots, by the way, I thought were so smart because I know, I knew that you were kind of recollecting yourself too. And I was like, it was really smart because that way he's not going to stand you up because you're also throwing punches. You're staying active. I was really so, what a smart move it was to just keep peppering him with those body shots. Yeah. 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 It really works. And Ray, like, uh, always tell me that even we were sparring in the stand up more, more body shots, more body shots because the, 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 Everybody getting tired after like you maybe you, there you cannot tell like uh, the when you like, let's say you land two three maybe not too hard but eventually getting tired everybody getting tired so it really works yeah uh, but I gotta tell you man I'm so happy with the improvement in your stand up even though you got rocked you landed some really good shots you sent out something to the you sent out a message to the division you're not just a wrestler. You will unload on him, and you hit hard, man. So, you know, you're just going to get better and better, and this was a great fight for you to grow in. And I think, you know, everybody has to get tested before they they make it really to the title, and that was your test, and you passed with flying colors. Thank you, Ray. I appreciate it.
Yeah. I, now, do you see, I know you don't like calling people out because you're a very nice guy, but do you think um, you're looking at a top five guy next? Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, uh, that's what I deserve, the top five. Yeah, TJ Dillashaw, he's injured. And other guys, like, uh, no, it's not, no more, I mean, six, seven, like, they have lo- lost some losses and some, you know, up, you know, like, like, and uh, I think uh, Dominic Cruz, Dominic Cruz will be a good fight. That would be a great fight. And uh, what, what is TJ's injury? I haven't heard that. He's he's doing something, Sergey. I'm not really oh, sure. Oh, he's out for a while. Okay. Yeah. Huh. No, I think, I know. I think uh, with the COVID, the supply chain got ruined for PEDs. They're, they're behind. Just like, <laughs> just like with cars. You can't get a car anymore. You can't get EPO anymore. Uh. <laughs> Ongo's uh, not afraid to speak his mind on no anything. No, he's not. Ongo's <laughs> unfiltered. Yeah, uh, yeah. Finally. <laughs> hey, Marab, we were saying it earlier. Um, you're such a nice guy. In that second round, when you were landing on Marlin, for a second, you almost were going to let you felt bad. And you t- tell us about that. And you started to let let loose, let it go a little bit. Tell us really quick. Yeah, like. Uh, of course, I was fighting. I was fighting and throwing some elbows and like hammer fists, and uh, and uh, I look him, and and he don't have answer for me. And then I said, it's uh, it's like it's too much. Like I, I almost I feel bad for him, and uh, I don't want to uh, land anymore. Like I like a kind of like. Um, uh, give him space and he's, he get up and then uh, he grabbed my legs and he put me against the wall. And I said, no, I gotta fight hard. You know, this is me or him, you know, like, and then I, of course, we, we, it's a, that's what business we are. And then, yeah, I, yeah, I gotta go strong now. And then that's, we, we see. So I, you know, you know, fight. Yeah. Non stop, Jimmy. Holy crap. Non stop. Yeah, that cardio really is a, a huge difference. I mean, because again, he looked so tired at the end of that first round. He, you could see that he looked like, uh, you know, he wasn't able to put you away. And, and he, I don't know if he guessed out, but he, you could see he was definitely not in the shape you were for round two. He trains hard, Jimmy. He really yeah. does. Listen, for all the young guys out there to look, what, you have to work at your cardio, right? This guy works. Nobody questions him. When he goes to the hills, he's the first guy up and down. He'll do extra. It doesn't matter. But when you have good cardio and you love to fight, that is a really hard combo to beat. Like yes, you can have is. good cardio and, and get anxious and nervous with the fight that they'll zap your cardio. This guy loves what he's doing and he's willing to put extra work in to get there. It's it's phenomenal. He's a, just an example for everybody else in the gym what to aspire to. Marab, do you do those that I hate that fucking Versa climber so much? Like I think they should be thrown out of the gym. Do you do you use the Versa climber? Yeah, the we use like when we when I train with Ray, Ray trainings me like cardio. We do circle like a Versa climber one minute nonstop, and then like a like a knees. Yeah, we do a bunch of with bunch of things. Yeah, but he, yeah, he, yeah, we doing like we using for circle training. Like yes, it's really good. It works. Perfect. Oh, Jim, Jimmy, that's the best cardio equipment out of this. The Versa climate. Yeah, but when Matt, I do, Matt'll, Matt'll tell you he was on that thing all the time, right? Matt, is, is he still here? Oh, yeah. I, I, geez, I'd say this must have been this must have been tough for you today. You didn't really speak much. I am. 
Listen, I like to give you some shine. Yeah, I, I haven't been near a Versa climber in a decade. I've been near it, but I haven't been fucking on it. I did my time. I'm a Hall of Famer. Fuck that thing. Leave that <laughs> for the young guys. Hey, like Jimmy. Rob. Yeah. Hey, you know Jim, what I mean? Jimmy, wait, let me, yes. Jimmy, one more thing. I bought my first Versa climber, I'm going to say 30 years ago. <laughs> 30 years ago. I used to call it the secret weapon. Yeah. It really is that. That's how much emphasis I place on that. You can't beat it. That's the first thing. It's yeah. unbeatable. It they really is. Jeff, they used to call Jeff Speakman the perfect weapon. Yeah. I mean, because uh, listen, the better you get on it, the better it gets. Like, you can never beat it. I what's the you, longest guys will do on that? Like, I, I know you're a minute circuit, like Rob's talking, but what's the, like, because when I do it, it's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, you can't do that. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's very slow. But, like, what's the, what's the longest yeah, somebody so, will go on so, that actually moving? You know, per, so back in the day, we would do three five-minute rounds intervals on that. So you get you got your minute break. Three fives as hard as you could go, like 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off type of deal. Now, I kind of put it into circuits. Like Marab says, he has to, he'll go on that thing as minute, as hard as he could go. But then he's got to do sprawls and knees right after that. So it's just nonstop. Uh, but yeah, so there's a couple of ways to use it, but. Now we use it a little differently, but uh, back in the day, that was it. And, you know, if you wanted to just go for 20 minutes straight, like I, I would go on it for 18, 20 minutes, but it wasn't like what they're doing. I mean, I would go a little fast and slow and, you know, whatever. Longo used to make me have, keep it above a certain yeah. range well, or, yeah. or something. So yeah. that sucked because then you couldn't yeah, that, you couldn't cheat because the second you get low, you're fucking right. going. Dude, I hated that. It, it I, it's the out. worst. I didn't yeah, get high. It sucks. Yeah, it, it did. It, it did the trick. But I remember before I would leave the Vegas or something, the last session on the Versa climber, and I'd be like, "Oh, now I get to fight. I don't got to go near this motherfucking thing again." <laughs> or, you know what I mean, Marab? Marab yeah. does it for fun. I don't yeah. fucking like that thing at all. Yeah, like th three weeks ago, Ray Ray make me like it was three uh, like three minutes left, and then he told me to like go straight, nonstop, hard, and then still was still held hold the like clock, and then yeah. Also, let's go, 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 go. And then I, I don't have, I, I'm not, I wasn't stopping. So it's good. Really good workout. Man. And I will, uh, and I will say this back in the day, because I know he wants to hear this, but uh, Weidman did hold the record on that thing. Uh, the, really? When he was training, when he was tr coming up, Jimmy, I, he crushed that fucking verse at Climber, crushed it. I'm not, you know. I love Wyman, but he does have longer legs. Yeah. Me and Marab have very short legs. Marab, what is going back on, what's going on back home? What is going on in George? What are they doing right now? Oh, man, in the streets? crazy, crazy. I mean, I really, everybody talking about these fights and you were like a, the big, big people, like president and premier, they talking about this fight. It's crazy. And uh, really like, yeah, really, like they told me though, like we because the fights they are like 6 a.m. Like some people don't watch, of course, some people miss, like most people miss, of course, only only UFC fans watching. But and everybody see news, everybody see clicks, and everybody see highlights. Everybody, the whole country happy. It's crazy how everybody like share this. This is big deal. As a small country, this like I'm like we Georgian UFC fighters. We are successful in UFC. This is big deal for our country, and they show every news, national news, and uh, that's great. Have you been? Is that is that the hardest you've been rocked in a fight uh, from a punch? Yes. 
So it's got to give you confidence that you survived that. You have to feel good about the fact that if that wasn't enough to stop you, that you, you can withstand a lot. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. See, like, you met and Ray knows uh, this is, like, you know, me, before I go fight, like, no, the, the, right right before fight, the referee always comes, explain the rules because every state has different rules and sometimes maybe change something. And I always tell them, maybe I, something happened, uh, like I got accident crack or I dropped, please don't stop me. So because I'm prepared this, you know, we are, we are fighting, it's fighting. Of course, you're going to get punched or you're going to get dropped down. And um, mentally, I'm ready and I'm always fighting. And uh, I was, yeah, it's just even I, I never got rocked like this in the fight. But I, mentally, I was always ready. Well, maybe it can happen. You must be happy Keith Peterson didn't stop it too. I talked to Ray and Matt about that too. He's a great ref, and he saw that you were you were you were still in it, and he let you guys fight. Yes, yeah, see, and we we see what happened. You see, that's why the I I hit the see when referees the stopping early and jumping early. Let me fight. I can't wait. I'm I'm fight. I'm fighting. I'm getting damage anyways. I'm I'm uh, you know like. I'm getting hurt anyways. Let me fight here because I, this is maybe my last fight. Who knows? Why don't stop me early? So the referee did really good and then he's professional. We even tell him in the when he comes, oh, we're good because we have a good referee. We're good. When he tried to explain the rules, we always have some questions like even Matt was talking. We always have some questions for uh, referees, but, you know, we, we really like the referee and we really trust him. Hey, real, real quick. Hey, Jimmy, I'm going to, I'm tapping out. I'm going to get out of here. I don't want to, I want Marab to get some alone time with you guys, but uh, Jimmy, it was great catching up on, you too, on a buddy. good time. It was great to be here on a high note and uh, you're the best. Thanks for watching after my little friend. Oh, please. I'm happy you came on. Come on anytime, Ray. We love you. Matty, right, take pal. it easy, buddy. I'll talk to you later. See you soon, man. Good talking hey, to you. Later, long go. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I feel bad, Marab. He would come out of his room and he had me with the VR set playing my game. He doesn't need to see that at his age. He doesn't need to see. Wait, that. you? Who is? Who is? Oh, you and who? who no matter who did you room with? I roomed with Longo. That's what we were talking. Oh, about. you? I thought. Oh, I see. Okay, he did actually room with. It's you. like a little. It's like a little. Like a little condo. Where there's a living room and and kitchenette, and then his room on one side, my room on the other. So when he would come in the middle, Marab, uh. I would play my video games. 
So I had my, I do the virtual reality. So he'd come in and <laughs> he wouldn't want to, he'd go like this. He'd walk by because I don't see it. I don't want, he didn't want to look at me. <laughs> I like to have fun. Oh man, Marab, but what a trip, man. What a trip. Yeah. Yeah, We're man. so happy for you, dude. Sky's yeah. I'm happy. I love when you've seen Giga. Uh, um, Casey? Yes, yes. And they, he was so happy for you. And you see that bond of the, the, the you know, the Georgian bond. It was very yeah. nice to see. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, he, he of course, is such a great fighter and a good person. And yesterday, he, he, he stayed in Vegas with the wife and we go din dinner together. And then I, we, we both, I'm happy for, for him. He's happy for him. Even other fighters, Romance, Ilya, um, Guram. Uh, and Leanna, we all really support each other. We all happy to each other. And uh, yeah, th this is nothing better than this, really. I love it, man. And I love that back home that you're getting all that, you know, you, you, you're getting all the fame back home because you really do deserve it. I mean, it really is the American dream, Jimmy. He yeah. came here with really nothing. And he, and he, and he built, look at him now. He's a superstar. <laughs> you're a superstar. I love it. I can't wait till the rankings come out. I want to see where you are. You're definitely top 10. I don't know where you, do you know anything about that? No, I don't know. But the only thing, uh, Marlon was six. I, 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 I mean, I, I think I can be next six, but it's really numbers down. No, no really matter for me. I am, I'm, I'm step by step. I'm fighting. I'm, this is, I'm enjoying the process. And that was your first finish in the UFC, right? That was your first uh, win by finish. And you, you you did it against a really, really tough guy. Uh, he's a very, very dangerous guy. Uh, really impressive, man. Really impressive win. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, after my two, two, first two fights UFC, I was smart. I was making sure I don't I don't live for judges' hands, so I don't make any mistake. But some fights we gotta go fight hard, and uh, that that was uh, yeah, that was my last fight. But win is win. Uh, we finish or uh, like decision. It's nothing. UFC. It's always hard to fight, and it's no easy opponent here. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just happy. I love the improvements, not only in the stand-up. We talked about the improvements in the stand-up, but I'm, I'm surprised we didn't talk about it now with Ray Longo because we were talking about it myself and Longo on the way home, is the improvements in the ground and pound. Your ground and pound, you've had it before, but you're being, you're being very smart about your ground and pound. From even switching up with these hammer fists and you're picking your shots, you're being relentless, you're being aware of um, his attacks so you're not just doing it haphazardly. You're being smart about it. But the improvement of the ground and pound is just, it's just another area that just went up. Are you, I mean, besides your jujitsu, which is always getting better and better. We talked about this. Are you doing something else? Are you working the bag specifically anyways? What are you doing with your ground and pound? So I'm, I'm thinking more. And then even I, I, I do uh, jujitsu in uh, Stella BJJ Academy. I go with, Big guys, proper pro guys, good guys. Sometimes when I'm on top and I cannot fast, I cannot do any like this. I show them, I show them punch. I, I prepare myself to punch, you know, because and then they have to move and then they understand they not go mad. You know, Jujitsu cannot do like baking, nothing. But we, we all now they know, they know me and then we, they, it's it's no problem and they and then it's it works for me because I re visualize, visualize always. Maybe here 
and then now like yeah like uh, the our our fight moscow when we went together uh, I, I did lots of punch but that wasn't hard but now yeah, really now i make sure i punch hard if i you know like uh, you know not not long just maybe sh- not too much short damage I like, see, Jimmy, I see him do that sometimes at the school. And if other guys do it because they don't know the answers for things, it annoys me. But he goes with world-class guys that are great at taking legs and at taking limbs, specifically legs. So when I see them try to, but sometimes they don't worry about managing the distance. So they might make it hard for Marab to pass, but they're leaving everything open. So he reminds them. He re- and then all of a sudden, and then he passes. So it's I like it. It's more realistic because some of these guys they think, all right, he's not he's not passing. He not, I mean, he puts his foot here, and then all of a sudden, Rob kind of shows, and maybe he'll make a noise. Hey, ah, they start, <laughs> and next thing you know, he passes and takes their fucking. <laughs> it's good, Marab. Yes. Marab, hey, though this listen. There's people out there that love me and Jimmy, but there's also people that probably think that we're assholes. Nobody in this world can say a bad word about you, Marab. Everybody loves you. you. We call you the heart of the team for the reason, for a reason, man. And uh, I couldn't be prouder. And, uh, you know, we love you, buddy. Yeah, great job, man. Thank you so much for everything, man. Yeah. Well, we look forward to seeing uh, next, but Dominic Cruz, whoever it is, whoever it is. Yes. Uh, I, and not to jinx it, you may have a hard time getting fight. I don't think anybody wants anything to do with you. Honestly, I don't think anybody wants to have to, to deal with you in, in the cage. So uh, it may be harder for you to get a fight. Uh, I'm sure somebody will take fights, you know, because in the ranking, I'm sure, like, I mean, everybody, I, yeah, it's, it will be a little hard, but I hope not. And I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for fight as soon as possible. And, uh, yeah, just we are training hard, and uh, now I'm gonna continue training with Aljo again, training hard, and be be ready for what's next. You know, Jimmy, when you see something like we talked about with Semi the Jedi when he did yeah. it over the weekend, first round, yeah, a 15 second knockout, you would want that because your your guy's not hurt and this and that. You don't want to see your friend hurt or your right. fighter, but for Marab to do what he did and to come back the way he did. Versus the guy, the opponent, he had to fight. It just, it was a, it was a, a wake up call for the whole division. This guy's not one dimensional. Right. This guy's gonna go through hell to take your head off. So, hey, man, congrats again, Marab. Yes, sir. Come by the school this week, man. The guys are gonna love to see you. Okay, I, I will try to come tomorrow. Oh, no. oh, dude, please, I would love it, man. All right, Marab. Talk to you soon, buddy. Thank you so much. All right, All right good talking to you, man. Hey, Jimmy. Yes, sir. That was Nothing fun. Nothing but love for him. No? Yeah. That was fun with him and Ray, too. It was great. Yeah, that was, oh, it was fun with him. It <laughs> was fun with Ray, too. Listen. All right, Jimmy. Uh, we'll talk more about everything. Yes, on, on Wednesday. We'll cover everything that we but just saw. to talk about. Yeah. There's a couple so of things to talk about. In a couple of days, my friend. All right, Matt. Have a good weekend. I'll talk to you on Wednesday. You Thank you, Ray. Me. Thank you, Marab. You don't want to plug anything? No, you can get cameos from me and Matt. I'm not on the app. I'm only on the website. But uh, get a cameo from Matt Sarah or Jim Norton or Chip Chipperson. That's your business. That's it. Or Doug Bell. Or Doug Bell. Okay. Jimmy, the best. Love you, pal. I love you, pal. See you soon. Bye, everyone. Goodbye.